What's up? My name is Joey Gomez. And my name is Amin Mishadi. Welcome to Collected Conversations. This is a podcast about lifestyle, mindset, personal experiences, and this crazy but amazing thing we call life. So tune in, strap in, buckle up, and enjoy the show. Here we go. We're starting today. This is something new with today. This is called Collected Conversation. My name is Amin Mashadi. What's up? My name is Joe Gomez. I am the founder and owner of Collected Co. And I'm the co-founder of Collected Co. Uh, man, this is something we tried for the first time. We're super excited. But uh, Joe, I was going to ask you when I came up with the, with the idea, hey, what do you think about the podcast? One podcast per month. What did you think? Well, I think a podcast is something that I've been thinking about it for a while. People have told me to start one. I, I listen to podcasts, right? I listen to a bunch of different podcasts. And, like, you know, this is what, in December, we're talking about our goals for the year. Like, you know, we should do one podcast per month. Let's try it. One podcast per month. And so that's what this is. This is Collected Conversations. Um, we have some expectations for this podcast, but at the same time, we're still figuring it out. Yeah, so. and, and we'll be coming at you live and direct on all platforms, Spotify and Apple Music, but we, I'm excited Apple for podcast, this. Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, yeah, but it'll be on Spotify as well, but I'm super excited for this because uh, uh, I'm the type of person who loves podcasts. I'm a huge fan of Joe Rogan. I watch his podcasts all the time, and I actually, the podcast that you sent me, Joe, y'all, we check him out as well. Not always, not all of them, some of them are too long, but which, yeah. Which one is that, the Brendan Burchard? Or uh-huh, that one, yes. Brendan and, Burchard, Business of Hype, other good podcasts. Yeah, so we, we me personally, I love podcasts as well, so I'm like, man. Why not? I, I would love to share my share my story, my knowledge, or whatever I could uh, with the team and, 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 and the collective community. So I think we can start off with some questions for each other. Uh, first off, I mean, what's your favorite color? Well, first of all, first of all, first of all, we're actually in my room right now. Uh, we set up a small podcast station. Uh, we're actually watching The Last Dance at the same time, so we don't like run out of ideas and stuff, but... Yeah. For inspiration and also distraction when we uh-huh, need it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, we just... So, Joey, what's the purpose of this podcast? Talk to me. All right. So the purpose of this podcast is, well, my goal is to, you know, get different people on here. We're going to start first few episodes with us and our friends, but I also want to move into inspirational people that we know. It could be athletes, people in fitness, uh, artists, entrepreneurs, People with, you know, that can that can tell a good story. I want to bring them on this podcast, and, you know, they can bring value to us, and they can bring value to anyone who's listening. True, true. And then uh, I feel like this is also a great way for everybody to get to know everybody on the Collective Team. Won't you say that? That's true. Because uh, Collective Team is not it's not just me and Joey right now. It's actually, we have a whole team that uh, that takes pretty much care of, take care of, take care of everything in the in, in, in everything that we do, such as a photographer, a videographer, a producer, one of the biggest, where, where would you see yourself if Trevor wasn't, wasn't in the team? Trevor? If he was not in the team, where would you see yourself? It's really cool because Trevor, like... And, and for those of you that know, don't know Trevor, his name is Trevor James Carhall. He's a producer engineer from based from Johnsburg. He's a person that I met at, in, at school at SAE Institute. Him and I met uh, in 2019 in November, and then since then we'll be making. Uh, he's he's been my producer and personal engineer. So, 
I don't know where I would be without him, but whole wise as a whole collective team, he's been a huge factor as well. Right. I do want to say that I honestly I view like all my friends and all my family as part of the collective team as well. You know, there's some people that work with more than others, but at the end of the day, it's like if it wasn't for each little person, it really wouldn't be the full thing that it is today. But um, never. I don't think it would. Yeah. But Trevor, yeah, he he's one of those people like. You know, some people are like, oh, like, I like the brand message, man. That's cool. I'm like, oh, thanks. And then, you know, it's like, oh, like, you should do this. Okay. Trevor, he's like, he has this whole, like, like I have a long-term vision for it, and he has a long-term vision for it as well. It's just really cool to see someone else, like, embody something that I started, something else embody it, and then, like, take it for themselves and, like, and then create from there. You know what I'm saying? Like, this flannel that I'm wearing, unique as individuals, collected as one. That's... That was his message, right? He came up that's, with that? That's Trevor's message. And yeah. I'm like, dude, that's great. You and know? then, uh, we're also not going <clears> to... <throat> We're gonna spill the bean now, but the second episode of Collected Conversation will be will be with Trevor James. So you will get to know him a lot more on the second episode. But uh Yeah. So I think we should start out with who we are. I mean, my name is Joey Gomez, here with Amin Mashadi. So this is Collected Conversations. And, you know, I think I wanna have a collected conversation. Collected conversation. So who are we? Where are we from? So right now we're in the suburbs of Chicago. Uh, represent. Um, so I've been here my whole life. Uh, I was born in 98, in the 90s. So I'm not going to include that. I don't want people to know my birth. <laughs> anyway, so I've, I've been in Chicago my whole life. Uh, I'm in my 20s. And, um, yeah. <laughs> so let, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, Joey. What's up? Why did you want to start collecting? What's the first thing that popped in your head? I mean, you, you say you lived in here, you, you lived here your whole life. You Schomburg, you went to uh, Conan High School in, in Schomburg as well. By the way, Joey, my school and Joey's school were rivals. I went to Schomburg High School, he went to Conan. So I don't really like Joey, to be honest. <laughs> but uh, so what's what's the main purpose, man? Because I know okay. you, you started this back almost two years ago. You just mentioned that. Yeah. So this is collected conversations. Let's go back to you know the beginning. What even is collected so i'm wearing the t-shirt wearing the flannel um honestly so i've been into um sneakers you know the shoe game in quotes you know all that all that stuff air jordan um and so i really love like the story behind a product and so let's fast forward to rewind to right after i graduated high school that summer i was um i don't know man i was just writing down ideas for t-shirts and uh one of my favorite brands at the time was Undefeated, okay? I don't know if Undefeated? Could. Undefeated. And uh, they would take this... Is that a popular brand right now? It's pretty popular. They uh, they also sell, like, other brands, Nike and, like, other stuff, like, Bape. Okay. But um, the brand Undefeated, they took, like, the syllables out of under, the word Undefeated to be U-N-D-F-T-D. I'm like, oh, okay, what if, you know, they, they kind of just compressed it. Like, what if I did that with another word? And I was thinking of the word collected. So I took it out, uh, the syllables, so now it's just C-L-L-C-T-D. I'm like, no, that'd be kind of clean. It'd be look, you know, maybe like, it'd look cool on a shirt or something. Maybe with a different font, different design. Uh, but, but, so, but my question is, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What made you want to like? I get that. Let's okay, say, okay. But why did you? Why did you? Like, how? How the hell in the world you came up and you put that on a T-shirt? You know what I'm saying. And then right now, two years later, we are what we are. You know what I'm saying. I don't like, know, man. It's like one of those things where it's like you can't really describe it with words. You just, you just you know, go and do it. Um. So, I've always wanted to, let's be honest, like, I was, 
up until the point before I started the brand, quote unquote started, I kind of started it on accident. Um, up until that point, I was maybe like not so confident expressing myself, uh, more held back. And when I started this brand, Collected, it gave me not only confidence to express myself with fashion, art, and also with my relationships on social media, uh, in business and school. And so you want to, you want, you you also want to let people know that, uh, what are you doing in school right now? What's your, what's your major? Yeah, bro, you, you, no, keep, you keep switching no, 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 on me. No, no, because, because, because the major that you're doing right now is super important with your life, lifestyle and goal. Just just say your major. Yeah, so my major is design management. It's basically a, a degree around marketing and management tailored to the creative industries. So I'm basically studying entrepreneurship, marketing and management, and also some fashion design. And it's really cool because with that degree at Columbia College in Chicago, um, with that degree, I can really apply it to Collected Co. And everything. It's, it's really it's really applicable. Everything I learned in class, I literally put into the brand like that night. Um, how about you? What are you, what are you doing in school? Well, you, you, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Uh, well, right now, actually, I just graduated with an associate degree in, in, in art of art, audio science. But I'm actually, like I told you before, I'm actually planning, planning on continuing my education to go for my bachelor uh, and receive a higher education in, in, in audio design and sound engineering. Um, super excited for it, honestly. And I'm completely honest with, with you. I feel like this, this is the first time I'm telling you this, but you inspired me to continue my education. Really? Because I was in a point of life uh, that I was really sick of school. You know, for the people around me that know me for a long time, I have a very bad ADHD and ADD. I cannot sit in this. Like, I'm, I don't know if you guys hear the chair sound right now. It's keep moving, but it just, it's just, <laughs> it's just, uh, I could not take it in how I had to sit in the school for eight hours. And in and, and high school was something that it, it was fun. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie because uh, I came to the United States when I was 14 and this was 2011. And then I enjoyed high school. I made a lot of friends. I played soccer for four years. But then after high school, the college life was, I was not ready for that. It, it felt so different. It, it felt like a whole responsibility for me. Yeah. That like, it like, I was not ready for. And then uh, obviously the language barrier as well, it was, it was, it was not the same. But I'm, I'm still learning English every single day. I, yeah, you, man. You, you fix my vocabularies every day. <laughs> Talk, yeah, talk about that a little bit. So I've literally lived here in the suburbs of Chicago my whole life, uh, 22 years. And I mean, like, when did you come to the United States even? Well, I was, for, I was born and raised in Iran, which is, some people call it Iran, but I was born and raised in Tehran, Iran. Tehran is the capital of, of Iran, and it is located in Middle, Middle East. Uh, I was there up until I was 11 years old. I have a lot of families in Iran, uncles, cousins. My, bro- my my dad has six brothers and one sisters, and they all have like four or five children. So on my mom's side, same way. So I grew up in Iran with a great family, man. I loved it. I, lo- I miss back home. I really do. But then uh, we got up and left. We got up and left to a new, con- con- new country. It's called Turkey. I lived in a city called Kayseri, Turkey. It is a, a very small village in Turkey, right in the middle of the center of the Turkey. And I was there from 2009 till, I'm sorry, 2009, yeah, 2009 until 2011. Damn. And then uh, 2011, I that's, moved to the United States. That's crazy, man. You came right to, right to Chicago. Right to Chicago. Dude, it's, 
that's so cool to me. Like, I've been living here my whole life, grew up, you know, yeah. playing, like, having water guns outside in the street, you know, playing sports outside. Like, growing up, like, elementary school, like, everything in my childhood, you were on the other side of the planet. That's very true. Like, think about that, bro. It's just mind-blowing. You were living your whole life, your whole childhood. I was living my whole childhood, and we grew up, we ended up meeting, like, after high school. I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I would, not in a million years, I would ever think I would be living in the United States. When I was living in Iran. Ever. And, if, and, and, and when you mentioned elementary school, elementary school, I was in Iran. Junior high, I was in Turkey. And then high school, I was in the United States. So, I went through three different schools with three different cultures growing up. Bro, and just think about your whole worldview, your whole mindset, your perspective. How much is different from me oh, growing up? That. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you coming from... I mean, I have friends who have come from, like, maybe Poland or, you know, other European countries or, you know, anywhere around the world. And they come and live, you know, I remember having kids, like, in my class in, like, elementary school. Like, yeah, I'm from, uh, you know, I'm from, like, Beijing. I'm like, what? How, did, how, the, <laughs> how the hell did you end up in, you know, in Chicago, in this, like, in this suburb, Schaumburg, Illinois? I'm right. like, how, you know what I'm saying? Like, Well, the reason we moved to Schaumburg, Illinois, because uh, my mom's uh, first cousin, uh, who's been living here for almost 35 years now, 40, 35, 40, 40, you know him, Ed. Yeah. That's my second cousin. But uh, my mom's first cousin, for living here since... 35 years, 35, 40 years almost. So we reached out and they were living here. They told us, told us about Chicago and we looked into it. And then we didn't know it was this cold. <laughs> but uh, yeah. And then we moved This is pretty warm in Middle East and uh, not in Iran. In, the city that I lived in, Tehran, is four seasons. We have snow. So when I first came here, people were telling me, man, have you seen snow? Have you seen snow? I'm like, yeah, man, I've seen snow. But uh, it's four seasons. We have uh, spring, f- uh, summer, fall, and winter. So... But some part of the Iran, which is in the, in, in the middle. I think, I think everywhere has four seasons. Yeah. Technically. But yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, but I've seen snow, like this snow on rain and cold and hot. But yeah. some part of Iran, like in, in South, man, it's extremely hot. Like, I bet. Dubai, it has four seasons too, but it never gets colder. It's always hot. Like, the lowest probably get is probably 60 or 50. Damn. Yeah, so I've been to Dubai three times. A lot of deserts out there. Oh, yeah. Huge, huge. What was I going to say? Um, totally lost my train of thought. What were we just talking about? Uh, about uh, my life, my heart, oh, yeah. what I've been through. In, in Chicago, there's there's two seasons. That was a joke. There's winter and there's construction season. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Like, honestly, so, every time we go on 90 or 290, you always see, you always see construction. So, what should we talk about next? I think, in a way... Well, let, let me let me ask you this. What's up? How, how was it for you growing up in 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 in, in Schaumburg? Because you say live here your whole life, dude. It's like it's very different than mine. So I, I'm curious. Me personally, so I I write a lot. I try and journal, and this is like two months ago. I literally wrote to my best memory my life story, starting from literally like my first memory. So like, wait, 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 wait. Are you <laughs> are you a smaller bean right now? That one day you might release a book. I might release a book one day. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm a writer, man. I have, like, notebooks. Oh, I know, I know, but yeah. I never heard that right. before. Actually, when I was in elementary school, I used to write literally fiction. One of my, one of my, <laughs> one of, like, my most popular, like, stories I wrote in elementary school is called Invasion of the Chocolate Syrup. It's kind of, like, related to the Invasion Star Wars. Invasion of Chocolate yeah, Syrup. Yeah, yeah, it's related to the, to the Star Wars storyline, but, like, it was, uh, instead of aliens, it was chocolate syrup. And okay. Like, they were, yeah, there's, like, a spaceship of them. Wow. Anyway, so 
how was it growing up in Schaumburg? Honestly, dude, like, looking back at, like, my childhood, there's nothing that, like, sticks out. It's like, oh, that was, like, a moment that defined me. This, it was, like, it was, like, a culmination of everything. So, like, I, uh, I was in sports. I started playing baseball since first grade. Played basketball for a couple years. Played football. I was also in plays. That's something probably a lot of people don't know about me, except for people I went to elementary school with. I was in the Nutcracker. You know what? <laughs> One of my favorite pictures by you, actually, you sent me this a while ago, you remember? You don't remember this? But you sent me a picture of you. You were walking up the stairs on stage, and there's a sign behind you that says, Born to be Great. Is that what it said? Uh, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, that was from the kindergarten, bro. Yeah, something like that. Well, oh, I, I might be mistaken. Oh, like... Uh, I don't know. Great things are coming or some shit. Or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but, bro. Yeah. But that's one of my favorite pictures about you. But, like, I think uh, doing sports and being in plays, uh, you know, kind of being part of, like, you the... You plays? <laughs> bro, you should have seen the outfits, bro. It was from, like, eight, like, it took place in the 1800s. Well, let's not forget, your mom is also a, a phenomenal dancer. You told me that about True. stuff. Yeah, like maybe... I've been surrounded by dance my whole life. Yeah. Um, I... My mom and my sister are both dancers. My mom owns a dance studio. And so I think that kind of, like, performer, like, expressive side of me comes from her. Okay. And then my uh, my dad, he teaches psychology. He also studies psychology. Like, that's his that's his thing. I think, so I think, like, being introspective and really curious about the world comes from my dad. I love your parents, man. They're very supportive. And Thanks, bro. I love your parents, too. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But I, I, lo- I love your parents, honestly. I love your mom. I love how... She's super supportive, and she always provides you with a uh, with the love that you need to continue your uh, goals and and your pursue your dreams. You know, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for my parents. Hundred percent. You think. wouldn't be either. No, I mean, you, you know how I'm towards my parents. I I, I don't know. I, I, you're absolutely right with that. I don't know where I would be without them. No, you like you literally you literally wouldn't exist without them. Is what I'm 100%, saying. Hundred percent. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I think so. Going back to my childhood, kind of doing sports and being uh, in class, like, you know, I went through a regular school system and doing other extracurriculars, I think I built a strong foundation of me, uh, like, the ability to work with people. Your community, I'm not, not, not that I'm the best, like, team player, best leader, but I think I really, I've gotten comfortable working with people. Like, I can go in school, I can be put into a group, a new group, and, like, give, like the teacher gives us a project, and, like, I can, and, like... I feel comfortable like working with them. You know what I'm saying? Well, you are very cultural, and then uh, like, I'm not saying in, 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 I'm not saying this in the. That's bad. not something a lot of people like. No one's really ever told me, bro. Yeah. Uh, well, what do you mean by that? I'm not trying to make this sound bad, but like when I meet people, sometimes like there are tunnel vision. They, they they don't care about what's going on outside. They're not curious about to find out about different cultures and different mm-hmm. religions or different races. But I feel like every time you came over and every time we put a food in front of you, it could be a sheep head and you still give it a try because you're interested of the culture of the food. And now you, I know how much you enjoy food or you ask questions. Uh, hey, is it, is it what's going on over there? Or I don't know. I feel like you're a cultural person. And from the background that you come from and that that's one thing great about you, you're curious to know about different cultures, religions, races. And then I admire that about you. Thanks, man. Like, like I said, I'm always... Ever since I was a little kid, I've always been introspective and very curious about the world. Always asking, like, questions. And that's good, because I feel like that allows you to work easier, like how you mentioned, with other people and the other 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 genres or whatever you're crossing paths. Does, does that make sense? Yeah. And dude, I think, you know, going back to your childhood, how you came here from 
uh, Middle East to America when you were... Uh, Four, 14. When you were 14, like, I think you just came in with, like... Like, bro, like, being around you today, like, you're so fearless. You're... You're gonna... Even if you, like, you're gonna, like, maybe mess up a little bit, you're still gonna go do it and you learn from your mistakes. I think that fearlessness comes from you coming from a totally different place. Thank you. And coming here and you've seen what you've seen that I... That most people here haven't. You know what I'm saying? You've gone through... Things that have like molded your your perspective, your worldview, and now like I don't know, man. You you have a fearless attitude, and, oh, I, and I admire that. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, well, it's one thing my my my, my father always uh, since I was growing up, young kid, he always tell he always tells me uh, fear no one except the one above, and I believe in God. I believe in God, but Can you say that one more time. Fear no one except the one above. You're no one except the one above. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah, I love that. I love I love that Cody says. And then he always says, if you're scared of something, it could be anything. It could be it could be anything. If you're scared of something, it's going to happen to you. So don't don't speak it into existence. Yeah. Don't don't if you if you get up in the morning and, and you and you tell yourself, oh, today I'm gonna have a bad day because I had a bad sleep. You're gonna have a bad day because you True. already spoken to existence. If you fear that today you're gonna you're gonna get in a car accident or something's gonna happen to you, it's gonna happen. That's one of the keys, man. Yeah. I mean, I think we're starting to settle in now. We're starting to have a collected conversation. But one of the things, when I wake up, even if I'm not feeling good, I mean, cause some days I'll wake up, I'll be fired up. I'll wake up, I'll jump out of bed. But some days I'm like, damn, you know what I'm saying? I'll feel you 100%. <clears throat> but I still force myself to smile when I wake up. It's pretty easy. Yeah. Smile and say, today's going to be a good day. Yeah. Sometimes you, sometimes you got to, like, force yourself to feel better. And that's, like, and that's just the truth, because you're, like, it literally, it, like... Life is far from perfect. You're not going to wake up every day feeling good, even no. if your life is perfect. You know, like even if you're living your dream life. And like, and to comment on that, I, I read a book I told you about. It's called Millionaire Success Habit. Uh, it's by it's by Dean. I don't know how to pronounce it. Dean Graziosi. Yes, yes, Dean. Yeah. How do you say his last name? Graziosi. Graziosi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I read a book about uh, about. It's called Millionaire Success Habit, and he mentioned that the minute you wake up, put your championship mentality on. Championship mentality. Or, 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 or go, on, go on beast mode. Like, stamp your feet on the ground and be like, today's going to be a great fucking day. I'm going to go get my stuff done. I'm going to go get this done. I got I'm, I, I got to take care of my business. I got to take care of my family. Get up with that mindset every single day. Yeah, and, man. And you'll see, you see a huge difference. I mean, if you if you can't motivate yourself, then who will? Very true. Very true. If you can't motivate yourself, then who will? Yeah. At the end of the day, I mean, at the end of the day, you're your own best friend. You are. You know what I'm saying? I, I remember, I remember, like, at least a few times where I was going through, like, a rough patch where I was feeling lonely or this or that. School was hard. Wrestling, cutting weight was hard. I remember telling myself, like, at least I got me. Right? I'm never going to leave my own side. At never. least I got me. Never. I'm my own best friend. And and it's, and it's great to have that mentality from a young age. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's not easy to build that. Especially with the things that are going on right now, there's with the social media and everything. Yeah. I feel like... There's a lot of teens and younger people out there. Their, their self-esteem is just extremely low. Yeah. I, and I blame it on social media extremely. Yeah. Because, uh... Well, I mean, you, you probably... Did you watch Social Dilemma, the movie? I have not. I, have not. I, I, I watched watch it that, a little bro. bit and I haven't known. But I, I, think, I, think, I think that's one of the big reasons, man. I also because. don't like generalizing. Like, it's true. I feel like sometimes people are like, Oh, all millennials are this. All... All white people are this. All... You know, people oh, this, all baby boomers are like this. It's like, you can't just put all people in the one group and then, like, assume one thing about well, them. Well, all Muslims are terrorists. Yeah, exactly. Like, you, you can't... We can't do that. <laughs> Even for, like, especially for a whole generation, I feel like that's the most common one. Like, oh, like your generation. Like, what do you 
means. It's like millions of probably billions of people. Like, you no, know I what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. I so agree. I mean, like, there's some people even younger than me. I'm like, who are like, by my you know metrics, are like successful as hell. Like, they're probably millionaires, healthy, you know. But yeah, same time I don't like comparing. But it's just you know, you can't ever compare yourself to anybody. No, I feel like, I feel like uh, one of the things I believe is that everybody is living in their own um, time zone. Their own time zone. Everyone, I feel like everyone is living on their own time zone. Like, I just we, all, we all have our own story. Yeah, a story. But I feel like right, like right now at twenty four years of age in on, in January seventh, I've accomplished a lot of things, but I've also could have done this a little bit earlier. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, I know sense? what you're saying now. Yeah, I could have done this earlier. But, again, everyone is, yeah. like, New York is, is different time than here right Well, like, Los Angeles go, is different going time. back to, like, comparing yourself to others, it's like, things happen in your life, different points, and, like, everyone has, like, their own story, yeah. right, saying? So, it's like, if I look at someone, like, oh, this guy, he's younger than me, but he's more successful successful by these means, it's like, but he's a totally different life, so right, it, it shouldn't even be, a, like, a, a conversation. What do you see that? Like, like, back to the conversation of social media, I feel like one thing that, what's, what's wrong nowadays is that... For example, I get I get on my phone. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking, and I see. Oh, look at this person. Oh, I'm just gonna see that. David, look, David is 22. He graduated from school. He got his bachelor's. Got a job. Oh man, he's doing so great. But, and I'm and I'm, I'm not doing anything. Like, like that comparison will, will kill your self esteem and kill your confidence. Yeah. Because I think you're it's not, happened. You're not, to, I think you're it's not happened David. at least a little bit to everyone. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And then, I I. I feel like everybody deals with that at some point in their life. Yeah. Um, one of the, like, my biggest takeaways from 2020, one of the biggest things that I learned is, well, despite the pandemic, I actually traveled the most I've ever traveled in my whole life in, I remember you mentioned in 2020. That, yeah. Two of the trips were before everything kind of shut down, but then we, I think we did a couple of trips, um, you know, during like, you know, COVID prime time. Um, still in prime time, unfortunately, but... Um, what they're saying. Yeah, so I, really one of my biggest takeaways from 2020 was that, man, going going to Paris and just seeing kids like walking home from like school, going home to like, the mom probably cooking dinner for them. I'm like, dude, like, they're like, even though like I was, at first I'm like, man, this is, this people are so different. This place is so different. But then like at the same time, like, they're so similar. Yeah. Even though you're all the way from, you know, Iran, and I'm from Schaumburg, Illinois, it's like we're still cut from the same cloth. Same cloth, yeah. Spiritually. Yeah. But... Here's one of my biggest takeaways of 2020. I realized that at the same time, as, as much as we are all spiritually connected and quote-unquote cut from the same cloth, um, you still got to acknowledge and respect people's worldview and perspective. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Everyone, not everyone experiences the same things as you, and not everyone looks at life the same way as you. And I think, you know, in 2020, with like, some of the social, racial, and all the problems that came about, I think it really made me realize, like, man, that not everyone... Maybe it has had an easy, as easy as a life as me. Or they don't see things the way I see them. Yeah. And I think as much, as much as we are all, you know, connected, we're all humans. Yeah. Um, I think you still got to respect people's worldview. And one thing, one, one other thing I also admire about you is that you are not tunnel vision. You, you, you put yourself in, in other people's perspective and other people's shoe. And then uh, I think that's a great, great factor about you. Because once you do that. Factor. Thank you, man. Is that, yeah, is that yeah no, that's yeah. right. It's a talk. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. See, he's, you see, he's fixing my English. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's a great factor. But you just, you, you, 
put yourself in other people's shoes and try to understand their, pers- their perspective, their, their point of view. And I feel like that's great. That's one great thing about you. Is that in the is that the in the collected manifesto? Always putting yourself in other people's shoes. Ooh, ooh, I like that. This is a collected conversation, folks. Uh huh. <laughs> but you mentioned wrestling. You mentioned wrestling. Yeah. Uh, can you can you can you talk about that? Because uh, me growing up, sports have been a huge uh, part of my life, and then uh, and especially combat sport. And and my brother's a wrestler who's been involved in wrestling uh, since seventh grade. Man loves wrestling. Yeah, the man loves wrestling. But and you wrestled in high school. Can you yeah. elaborate on that? Can you tell me how wrestling impacted your life? Because yeah. for me, it did. I, I didn't wrestle, but I'm talking yeah. about combat sport. Yeah, you're in boxing. You, it's, you know, it's some like the, the physical, mental things. It's You're comparable. Um, actually, I wrestled for six years. Actually, my very first coach ever, um, his name is Coach E. Um, if you know him, you know him, bro. He, he like he, having him as my first coach was like a, a, a huge like foot in the ass. I'm like, he's from Chamber. Uh, he's he's in the in the area. Uh, his sons are really good at wrestling. Um, but anyway, him him and having him have, as a first coach I was like, man, like this is a, a tough sport. And this guy just like I still have his head like his voice like ringing in my ears. Okay, you know. But um, doing wrestling in high school, like freshman year, it was kind of a breeze on the freshman team. But then when I got into the varsity room, you know, and, like, wrestling with guys, like, Conan, we had some studs, you know, guys ranked and even first in the state or top five. 100%. And, like, you know, I would get my ass kicked. <laughs> yeah. Like, almost every day, you know, I would, you know, because I, I would go with them every now and then. But you got up and but, went back, though. Right. No matter how many times you got your ass whooped. So, like, from cutting weight to practice every day, the mental grind, not hanging out with your friends as much, you know, not being able to put your full energy in the school, um... You know, not everyone had that because, you know, like not, I, I maybe had it harder because I was cutting weight and I was already a skinny guy, but it's like, it, yes, it's, yes, it's physical training, but it's really the biggest, biggest thing I got from wrestling was the mental strength. Yeah. And I remember our coach, like not everyone had as great coaches as us. I'm be honest. We had like my, like during the season, my coaches were like my second like parents. Wow. Like, like really, I still, I could text them like any, any day now and it, it'd be great. Like. My relationships with my coaches, like I, it was life changing. Man, to have that and, connect, uh, to have that connection, especially growing up, yeah, I feel like it's great because uh, it teaches you life lessons as well. Because like, if you you know, maybe if you went went through a wrestling program with like not so great coaches, you wouldn't maybe have like speak of wrestling in such a high uh, respect as as yeah. I do or Hadi. Um But my coach always told us like, <laughs> pain is weakness leaving the body. Okay. And your mind is always stronger than your body. So I think of that when I work out today. And I haven't wrestled like competitively in four years. When I'm running, I'm like, man, like, I could, if I just tell myself in my head I can keep running, then I can keep I can keep running. Yeah. On our wrestling room, there's like painted big letters: "Pain is temporary, pride is forever." Wow, I think I've seen it, I've seen that in pictures. Pain is temporary, pride is forever. Uh, I've seen it in so. pictures. I feel like uh, when you know when you get this tournament or you get training in a wrestling room. Yeah. Cause I went to Schaumburg. Uh, I've seen that picture. The, yeah, the, the, the coat. So it's just the. It's like any. I think any reason maybe anyone gets into fitness. It's like, yes, they want to um, drop the weight. Yes, they want to you know, you know, put on muscle. This whatever their fitness. Everyone has different fitness goals, but I think it's really a reflection of them wanting to improve their life as a whole. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow. I think you know it's like they're going into it. You know, setting these goals. To 
without them maybe maybe even knowing it's going to impact other areas of their life. Maybe when they start working out more, maybe they'll start reading more. Maybe they'll start eating better food, X, Y, treating their friends better. Who put you in wrestling? Who put me in wrestling? Like, who was cho- whose choice was that? Was it parents? Because your mom's a dancer, and then, did your dad play any sports? Honestly, it was one of my, two of my friends that I um, grew up with, one of them from baseball, who uh, like, said, you should come come check it out. And I then, started, what was it? Junior Cougar Wrestling at uh, Conan High School. The rest was history? But actually, no, I did a camp, like literally in sixth grade, with Coach E, who was my first ever coach in seventh grade. Okay, and then after that, it was just a click he's on? Just, he's this huge black guy with a deep voice, bro, and you just... Ooh, I think I know you know what you're talking about. He, seen his it. voice would just like ring, like the, the gym can be packed, but his voice would just rise above anyone's, bro. My, 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 my dude, dude, Jeremy, my close friend Jeremy, yeah. uh, he, uh, when I used to go to tournaments, a hottie tournament, sometimes... He would be there actually, and then I see. I would see Jeremy talk to him because I think Jeremy wrestled for him too. Yeah, yeah. Did at Frost? Did Jeremy go to Frost? Jeremy went to Frost. Yeah. Damn. So, so uh, tell me about boxing because you've been boxing even when you weren't in America. You've been boxing since how, how old? Why well, I, I honestly the reason I asked you to, if you wrestle like how how wrestling impacts your life because man boxing impact, impact impacted my life big time. I when I moved to Turkey. Think about it. I was only 11 years old, right? I went to this new country, new language, new 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 culture. I had no friends. We lived in we lived in this one bedroom apartment. Just to clarify, it's different language in Turkey than in Iran. Yes, and they're right next to each other. Yes, like countries. Yes, two different cultures completely. What are the two, two languages? Uh, Persian. I speak. That's what I speak right. in Iran, and then Turkey's Turkish. Turk. Okay, makes yes. sense. But uh, when I moved there, it was completely like new. Everything was new. Like. No friends, no cousins, no family, new language. It just, it, I felt, I, it felt like I was just born again. Yeah. And then I, and I was just looking at life differently. And I was only like 11. And I'm like, man, what's going on? This is weird. But I like the challenge. Uh, I've yeah. always been a competitor. But then That's good. within like two, two to three months in, into living in Turkey, I'm like, my parents were going crazy. They're like, man, we got to put this kid into something because... Like I said, I have an ADHD and I would not sit down. You like, had a lot of energy. Just a lot of energy, up. man. And I, I would be outside playing, trying to make friends, trying to talk to them, trying to see if I could conversate with them and communicate. It was hard. And then my parents were like, we got to do something about this. And then uh, we, start, like, we started kind of walking around the neighborhood. And I remember one, one day me, my mom, and my dad, and my brother, we took a path like in, in Turkey to just check out the streets. And there was this gym. There was a gym. Uh, we're like, wow, that's nice. And my dad... He's been in gymnastics for his whole life. So he was actually looking for a job at the moment because he didn't have a job in Turkey. Damn. So he was looking for a job. and like, hey, let's check this gym out. Now, keep in mind, before I stepped into that gym, I was a bad kid. I, I, I admit it, man. I, like you I said, were kind of like rebellious? Or? Man, I had ADHD. Like I said, ADHD. I had fighting you, schools were you, were you all the time. Were to people? Or like, like, not, how, how, like, what do you mean by that? Are you stealing things? No, no, no. Not, 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 not like that. Let's say I... I had, like I said, I had no fear of fighting. Okay. I would like fight in the street. I would like if someone says something to me in, in, in school or, or 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 something would have there would it could be not, it could have been a bad thing. They would just be like, hey, I don't like the way you look at me. I would like straight up tell them I'll fight you. Like that's I, that's that was just I was cocky. Yeah. I'm saying I have no I have no problem admitting that. And then from that day that I walked into that gym, man, I swear to God. Something switched. Like I walked into the gym with the same mentality as being cocky. And I remember uh, my my mom. My, my mom was the only person who spoke Turkish back then. Oh, because she was she's from, from part of the Iran, 
in a small city that they speak Turkish. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so she was the only person. So she was translating, hey, his name is Amin, he's interested, he, he, what do you guys offer here? And they said, oh, we offer boxing. So I went in, I'm looking around, I'm like, oh, I could take these dudes. Okay. <laughs> this is easy. And you're 11 years old. 11 years old, yes, sir. Now, the next day, I come back, okay? Now, I'm wearing shorts. I'm wearing, uh, not gym shoes, but it was some type of shoes. Uh-huh. I go in with the same mentality. My coach comes, comes to me. His name is Fatih. Mm. We call him Fatih Huja. Huja means co- uh, yeah. master. Jedi master. Yeah, apparently. yeah, yeah. He comes, he comes up to me, and then uh, and I'm, I'm again, I'm, I'm arrogant. I'm, I'm, I'm acting cocky. I'm like, all right, coach. Like, what are we doing? Come on. Who, who's the tough guy here? Like... I remember he put me in a ring after like 20 minutes in because I was just hitting a bag to acting like I knew my stuff with the kid who was eight years old, but he was a national champion of Turkey. <laughs> His name was Erkan. Literally, oh, Erkan. Shit. He was eight years old. I was 11. Man, this dude teared me up. He <laughs> tattooed my face, man. Literally, it was the best ass whooping I ever got in my whole life. It was the greatest ass whooping. I love how you said that. The best ass whooping. It was the best ass whooping I ever got in my life. Because, man, from that day on, I became the most humblest kid ever. I did not want to fight in the streets anymore. It was wow. not the same. And then that and that really changed my life. Because as a young kid, when you go through when you go through these type of things, they're like these life lesson experiences, it made you a better person. I feel like that day was a huge wake-up call. Like, man, what are you, what are you trying to find in the streets for? So... So that one experience in the boxing gym in Turkey gave you kind of changed your life. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And since then, man, I've been, I've been, uh, I've been in love with boxing. Changed the way you carried yourself. Yes, yes. I. It's not easy to box, man. I always say till this till this day, boxing is the hardest thing you ever do in your life. If you, if it's it's hard. I'm sure a lot of people would, uh, you know, argue with you on that. But you know, everyone said they've done the hardest thing, but. I'm talking it's, about like I'm talking about like as 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 like it's one of the hardest things you if you ever end up doing boxing competitively and and take and I'm talking the highest level like not just if you go in a gym or you hit the bag you go home I'm not talking like that I'm talking if you if you change your if you completely change your life and go towards boxing and dedicate your whole life into boxing it'd be the hardest thing you ever done because it's probably it's not easy to take a punch in a freaking face and get up and keep going true and that's what taught me if you get hit get up and keep going. Boxing, huh? Boxing, man. I love it. I, I definitely want to always say when I have free time. I got to make time. But I want to, I wanna, like, get back into, like, a, like a, a combat sport. I'll taught you some boxing. Yeah. You got some good hands. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's got me some some lessons. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty athletic. All, like, overall good athlete. So I can... Boxing wasn't the only thing I've done, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, boxing wasn't the only thing. Yeah, bro, you, you, play, what is it? you play baseball? Bro, that was my sport. Baseball was my sport. And then yeah. I, I actually played in high school, freshman year, and then I didn't make, didn't make the team sophomore year. Okay. So that's pretty sad. But uh, I think it's interesting that you, how you said like that one experience in the boxing gym kind of changed how you carry yourself. Yeah. It's like I was, how I was talking about like people people going to start fitness goals because maybe they thinking about it, maybe they're not thinking about it. It changes their life. It's not it's not just the one to two hours you're spending in the gym or whatever. It's it influences every other action you take. Yeah, you start being more mindful of other things with with your body, you know and. You learn so, something about yourself, right? So yeah. I, I, th- I think, say, if I were to start training like some, uh, you know, martial art, you know, like consistently, like whether even even if it's once a week, like boxing or jujitsu, it would it would change my life. Hundred percent. It's a discipline, man. It's not yeah. it's not easy. If you train your mind to be disciplined uh, at a competitive sport such as like jujitsu, boxing, wrestling, 
it's, it, you become a different human. I believe. I, I, I believe very strongly. But uh, my whole life, I've been in sport, involved in sports. I, I think one of my biggest strengths in life is I'm, I think I'm a super athletic dude, and I get that from my dad. My dad was extreme. My, my dad, my dad, whole fam, family side, super athletic. Like my dad was a qualifier for Olympics for gymnastics. His his brother was qualified for taekwondo. One of his other brother was a wrestler. And then the whole family from my dad's side, all his brother was extremely athletic. And I feel like that's where I get the genetic from. Yeah. So we've talked about some of the experiences that have kind of shaped us. Yeah. And to what we do today, you should we, I think we should talk about some of the things that we do today. 100%. And I guess kind of like, we can kind of maybe work backwards, see how, like, how some of those experiences pour into what we do today. Yeah, we, get, like, we, we, have, we have about three hours, so we're good. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a long podcast, folks. What's the first episode? Just kidding. But, uh... Honestly, three, literally maybe only three years, three years ago, two and a half years ago, I have no idea I'd be doing what I'm doing today. And I think part of that Isn't that is, crazy? I think th- part th- of that thinking is... Thinking about it right now. Thinking about it right now. Thinking about it right now and when you're sitting on this shirt. Isn't that crazy? And that's only two and a half years ago. Because to like, me, that sounds crazy. Two, two and a half years ago, you did not know... We could cuss at this, right? You did not know what the fuck you were doing. Not, I was f- figuring myself the fuck out. I remember, like, literally, like, Saturday nights, like, reading, like, you know, this book called Man's Search for Meaning or the other, like, and then coming down, <laughs> yeah. Saturday night, bro, I'm, I'm in college, like, I'm community college, though. I'm supposed to be out partying, right? I remember going down, talking to my parents, be like, guys, man, what? What am I doing? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, where am I going to school? What's my plan? I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was two and a half, three years ago. And, uh... It's crazy how fast things can change. <laughs> I mean, shit. Uh, but let's tell people, where did I meet you? Yeah, dude, we met at Lifetime Fitness. But well, <laughs> before that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Okay, right? funny story, funny story. You know Shim, right? Who? Funny story. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, I was at U of I, University of Illinois in Champaign. This is the first time ever, ever that I laid my eyes on Joey that I met him, okay? Oh, it sounds like a, a love story. Yeah, no, 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 listen, 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 listen. <laughs> but this was like, 2017? Well, I think like three years ago. Three, Two, 18 three. or, it was probably 17 or 18. But uh, I was at my cousin's house, my cousin's apartment in U of I. Yeah, I think uh, it was 2017. 17, yes. Very late 2017. Yes. And I, and then for those of you that don't know, Joey went to Kona and my cousin went to Kona as well. So they knew each other. And I joined Neil, his roommate. So That's I Conan's a high school. Yeah, Conan's a high school. So we, I was at U of I. I walked up, and then uh, we were just at a party. I walked up, I went to the, I went in, inside, and Joey was just laying down on the couch. And I never met this dude. I was just laying down, and I saw him. I'm like, "Hey man, what's up?" He's like, "What's up?" He's like, "Nice to meet you. My name is Joey." I'm like, "Nice to meet you. My name is Amin." And that was the only conversation we ever had. That's it. It's just like a, what's up, bro? What's up, bro? Like, kind of like, you know, who is this dude? Like, yeah, what's up, bro? Why he's so ugly? But, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was slumped on that couch. Uh, it was late. It was late. Long night. Anyway. And then three years uh, later. Three years later. But yeah, man, I mean, I think it's interesting that we also met at Lifetime. Going yeah, back we used to, to work at uh, Lifetime. Going back to, you know, fitness and, like, Lifetime was a big part of my life. Meeting people. Uh, that was literally, like, my second home because I could think about it. I worked there. I'd work out there. I could eat there. You meditate there. I'd meditate in the sauna or whatever. You'd go shower there. They have couches, chill there, play basketball there. Like lifetime, 
Love that place. Okay, so we met. We, we met. We, well, we met before lifetime, but we met. We started getting to know each other at lifetime. We right. Became, we became coworkers, and then we became friends. We worked in the aquatics department. Aquatics. I was. I, I, wait. I was your supervisor. You were technically a supervisor. What yes. the hell? I was your supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Sure. Yeah, I was a lifeguard. You know, not much action at lifetime though. Yeah, it wasn't action. But anyway, so started collected. So let's, let's see, that's so like two and a half years ago, I swear, like, like two and a half, three years ago, I had no idea what I was doing. True. I remember like, talking with my parents. I remember like, scheduling like meetings with advisors. And counselors. At, at counselors at Harper, like community college, like where should I transfer? Like what? And they're like, uh, I remember doing like personality tests, strengths, finders, you know? Okay. Um, that's one of the things I didn't, I didn't quit. I didn't sit down there and like, oh, what am I doing in my life? You know, I, 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 I did something about it, right? True. Every day I was... Either reading books or like talking with someone about it. Can I ask you a question? Yo. So you said that you didn't know you didn't you didn't know where you were you didn't know your purpose in life, right? So you were looking for a purpose. You were looking for a reason. Right. Would you say that those actions that you made, such as reading this book that you just named or seeing a counselor yeah. or talking to your parents, did those uh, did those actions affect your decisions? Yes. Each each little thing was like a a stepping stone. And Started listening to you know, people that uh, that I look up to, role models, uh, other successful people, and you good? Yeah, we good. Cool. Um, and uh, I remember just around what was it, 2018, uh, late 2018. I remember I just got like an urge to create. I remember finishing like a workout and like sitting there after the workout and like, not feeling fulfilled at all. Like I used to be in the bodybuilding. I used to be like, oh, you know, like let's go, like. Food, weights, you know, like stuff like that. I remember finishing a workout late 2018. I remember that you were big. I remember you were. Yeah, bro. Too, you were huge. You had. You I was. Were... I was probably 10 pounds heavier at least. Wow. That was like than I am right now. But I remember feeling like no, like like I felt like feeling like a hole like after that workout. I'm like man, like I need to like do something else. Like I was not fulfilled. You know what I'm saying? I was in school. I was working a lifetime still. I was working out, but it wasn't. It wasn't there, you know, I yeah. wasn't, like, I wasn't fulfilled. I was like, I just need, like, an urge to create, man. And, um, I, I went back to that collected idea that I had at the end of 2017. CLLCTD, putting on a t-shirt. I remember I made a font on the computer. I went to, like, different embroidery shops. They gave me, like, crazy quotes, like, $45 a t-shirt. I'm like, screw that. Like, and then, um, so my mom, she went to the dance studio, and there's this woman who helps her create costumes. Okay. And she had this machine called uh, the Cricket. It was a vinyl cutter, and uh, so uh, my mom and I we ended up buying the same thing because you know she, my mom owns a dance studio. She's making uh, dance costumes and like merchandise for the studio, and so like she's like thought it'd be good for her and be good for me. You know, I could start creating stuff too. And um, with that, with that machine, I created the first two collected T-shirts. It was a blue one, right? Yeah, it's a blue one, and then and this is actually exact one that I'm wearing. This is actually a slightly different font from the blue one, and. I uh, gave the shirt uh, to my other friend Danny, and we went and had a photo shoot. I and remember that. It this was is literally set. this. We literally had this photo shoot exactly like two years, like exactly two years ago. It was at uh, it was at parking lot, right in, in Par- Schaumburg. Yeah, parking garage right, by Church of Whitfield. Okay, if you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I, I posted like the, this little photo shoot that I had on on Instagram and saying what collected was. You know, collected as an individual, collected as a community. And, like, what is, you know, staying collected as an individual, it's about being, you know, cool, calm, collected, not distracted. 
you know, you're possess, you're self possessed. It's a lifestyle. Yeah, it's a it's a lifestyle. It's a mindset. Also, you could be collected as a community, right? Um, teamwork, stronger together. Uh, teamwork, dreamwork. We versus me. That putting yourself in the other person's shoes mindset. All that stuff. Leadership. I'm like, man, collected can be both of those things. I posted that with a caption on Instagram, and like, I think it was like, I didn't really care about Instagram at the time, like like my numbers and stuff like that, but and. You know, it was like my biggest post. People loved it. This, that. People were saying, like, you know, the designs are cool. And, and uh, people, you know what's crazy? And people, people hitting me up like, oh, like, dude, that's awesome. You started a brand. Like, you started a brand. Dude. I remember seeing that picture. Yeah. I remember really? seeing it. I swear to God. When yeah. you were standing in with, uh, on the stairs. Yeah, bro. And then you were like this and Danny was right next to you. Yeah. Uh. People, oh, you started a brand. I'm like, and then people, you asked me like, oh, like, those are nice t-shirts. How much? I'm like, time out. Time out. I just posted this on Instagram. It was, I swear, it was purely self-expression. It was me wanting to like finally do something and create. And it felt so good to finally like have that confidence. I put it out there and post it. And people are like, oh, you started a brand? I'm like, I, I guess. I'm I like, guess. I don't even know. Right? I'm like, Did I? Did I? Right? I <laughs> what, do you, like, what do you think? Should I? Yeah. And <laughs> he's got great feedback. I'm like, okay. And then I, I made some uh, more colors. I straight up, I remember I was like, man, I'm just going to like investing in my career, investing in my career. And I remember just, like, giving shirts to friends, okay? Um, I, I started to accumulate more photos and photos. I made an Instagram account um, for Collected, right? And I was like, Collected Co., you know? Like, that'd be cool. Like, Collected Co. And this was, what, in, in May 2018? 19. 19, okay. Very early yeah. 2019. And um, and then there's the first person. I'm not going to name any names. They're like, yo, I'll give you, you know, 40 bucks for two shirts. I was like, damn, this is, like, this is crazy. I'm like... People paying for something that I made that I thought of myself. Like I've been, uh, I've been selling sneakers and like Supreme and that kind of stuff since eighth grade. But like that's someone else's work. This you got like, a lot of sick experience, but it wasn't the same. Right. This is something that I created. That I created the idea behind. And someone's like, you know, offering me money. I'm like, man, this is kind of. And then, you know, made the first sale, and then I, I don't even remember exactly. But then more sales started coming for some people I know, mutual friends, people from the area, and then I just kept on selling and selling, and it kind of compounded. And then, they get like, with a few months in, I was like, yeah, you know, this is a brand. And I started posting so, uh, Instagram content, you know, and people were really resonating with the message. Like, because I'd ask people, what does being collected mean to you? Oh, it means this. It means that. And it could change on a day-to-day basis. You know, today being collected can mean uh, all about focus, focusing on your goals and dreams. Boom. I mean, collected can also mean uh, just being friendly to others. True. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's and that's kind of the beginning. And then what's interesting is that hold up before you share that. What's interesting is that you and I we were we were kind of friends at lifetime, right? Yeah. Um we talked, we had a good time, you know, we might have hung out maybe max once. We'd see no, each we other. Never hang out. Really? No, we never hang out. We saw we'd see each other at we'd a community see, we, college. We see each other, yeah, work in Harper College. Yo, what's up? What's up, what's up, Jogo? What yeah. up, man? Hey, see you. And actually, I think like I think you should talk about like a little bit what you do first before we get to this point. Well, I, I will, I will, but I want to, okay, I want to, okay. I want to see, I want to tell people how we crossed paths. Yeah, how, yeah. How how I, I became collected and, and then what I brought to the table. Because because you started. What did you say? March March. What, what's interesting is that we didn't really start like 
hanging out and getting close until you, we both started our own dreams. True. Think about that. Very true. Wow, that's think, crazy. That's, that's what I'm trying to get at. That's why I think I didn't, we should I didn't tell a little bit of your story and what okay, you okay. do. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. remember. It's crazy. I didn't even think about that. I, I, I remember sitting at like Lifetime, uh, Harper, you telling me, like, yeah, yeah like, I, I got a studio a studio set up in my crib. I make music. I'm like, yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> you know, right, like, yeah, because you know, people would tell me, like, whatever, in, 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 like, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're in right. the hallways and stuff. And I didn't even think about that, that's crazy. But, uh, yeah, my, my man, uh, as far as going being involved, uh, for those of you that don't know, my artist name is AM. AM is, is my artist name. Wait, I, what, kind of, what kind of artist are you, man? I don't have a genre for you, you know, this probably best, more better than anybody, but. I don't just focus on one genre. I, I just love being an artist. I love being an artist. Like, I love the freedom that gives me. If the freedom of creation. If I could sit in the studio and create something that moves my soul and my body. And eventually, if you hear it and it moves your soul and your body. To me, that's a spiritual connection that we have. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, so wait, did you sing at all? Um did you sing at all back in? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, if you ask my mom that, or my family, or my, my anybody that saw me growing up, they said that I was literally a music nerd. I would grab a microphone, or they would bring me a small pianos for for birthdays, and I would play, and I would try to mimic singers on 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 t television when I was growing up, like with the remote control. My mom said I always was trying to like hum something or do some some type of musical thing, and then. But I, no one ever knew I could sing. Like no one in high school knew, no one in elementary or junior high. I never, I never expressed it. It was just, it was just, it was, a, it was something. Really I, only your family. Yeah, it was just something you I enjoyed doing. Shower. Yeah, singing. Oh man, shower was my biggest practice. It was just something I just enjoyed doing. <laughs> yeah, enjoyed doing the car. And the shower walls be hitting. Uh huh. Oh, hundred percent. The the reverb and the echo. Wow. But yeah, I just. I was in the same situation as you as well. I was in the same shoes. In back two and a half, three years ago. I was uh, switching majors to majors. I was a yeah. business major in, in college. This was right after high school. I'm like, man, what the fuck am I doing? This is crazy. I don't know what I want to do with my life. I don't know. I, I, did, I was in business, and I switched it to criminal justice, and I switched it to forensic science. Really? I, did, I didn't even know that. Yeah. I was, did, I, criminal justice, really? Criminal justice. I, I think I, I wanted to be detective, but for me to be detective, I had to be, in a, I had to be a police officer for like 10 years, and I never wanted to be a police officer ever. And then I stepped into forensic science. I'm like, man, this is too hard. I can't do this. And then it, I, it, it was to the point that I thought about dropping out of school. Yeah. Like, I didn't know what to do. And, I, and I, after forensic science, I switched into the major music major. But music major is not what you think it is. It, it's, they go in depth. Like, I was in choir for two like semesters. the theory of the music. The theory of stuff. music and what it comes from and what it is. And, like, the, the diminish of octave... Uh, augmenting of this note it just man i didn't know what the fuck is going on in the class i was just sitting down I'm like man i'm just i'm just trying to sing i'm just trying to <laughs> right, right i just want to know what's going on but it took it into depth and then that was taking the love away mm. and then until the love of music yes yes exactly and until in 2017 i i talked to my dad i'm like dad i think i'm gonna build a studio in my room he said what for I, wait, 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 studio. Studio. He said, he said, what for? And I remember I had all my savings. I had about 1500 I would say. No, that no, wasn't all of it, but I had like uh, money stacked up. I'm like, I'm going to invest in this. And I went to the guitar center. <laughs> I bought studio monitors, a microphone, 
uh, everything that, that I needed. Now, keep in mind, I had no idea how none of these, uh, I didn't know how to operate any of these equipments. Bro, looking at some of this stuff, for me, as like a non-music person, I love music, but looking at this stuff, it looks like a, inside of a rocket, rocket ship. Especially when you're like on those big terminals, bro, with all those buttons and knobs. Yeah. I'm like, bro, that shit's beyond me. Yeah, I feel you 100%. That's how I feel. Yeah, that's how I feel when I step into the new field. Like, what's going on here? What's that? But yeah, man, so I just I just bought all these equipment and I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like, I, I just went like, well, here we go. I'm I, Like you said, I'm in a rocket ship now. How do you turn this on? Like, where is the blast off button? So I was just like experimenting new things now. I was watching a lot yeah. of YouTube videos, a lot of, a lot of tutorials, and I was... Going and still going to school as a music major until I made my first song. Literally, I, I, I. And what song is that? Same lesson, new chapter. That's literally like the first song you ever made. Ever made, ever. Like, like first audio file. Or you, audio you, file. you play around or like yeah, I mean, actually? I, well, that was the first time it was done. Like I, I oh, would, okay. I would record so many things behind a mic and True. I would. Delete, 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 delete. Because I, I was so <laughs> insecure how was how social media or people would pursue me, like or, or like right. see me as as a. What, 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 I would, sitting I would, sitting in a room like singing by yourself is probably like that first like is this, this kind of weird. This is like a hundred percent, hundred percent. I did. I was so scared of how people would react to this or how they would judge me. It would just it would be so weird, man. But anyway, uh, I took that next action and then uh, I found a, I found I released my first single. This was in May of 2019. This was May? This was May 2019. You sure you didn't drop it in the summer? Well, I, I see, I didn't know about music industry, so I just I just put my music in a music distributor. Oh. But I, I didn't know it takes about two to three weeks. So I, I, uplo- I uploaded May 5th. No, no, May something. May 26th, I believe. And it didn't go out until like June 5th or 6th. Oh, shit. So if you look at the date that wanted uh, so that's a new shot to drop, it tells you it was like June something. Yeah. But then, that's when we that's when we came across. That's that's how we that's how we right. met. I remember you you messaging me on uh, on Snapchat like super low key like you like yo if I like you know posted the can video. I read the message I yeah have yeah, it. yeah. I have a message so <laughs> so Joy started his brand March of two thousand nineteen yeah yeah, yeah. Remember, early right? twenty nineteen yeah May twenty fourth two thousand nineteen. Again, like we work together, we we just we just hang out a couple we worked times. Worked as an at lifetime, as, as lifetime. a part time job. Like. Yeah, the longest conversation we probably had was probably two minutes or like one minute max. Hey man, all right man, have a good day, peace out. But I should I shot him a message, and this is how it goes. Uh, I swiped up on one of his pictures that he put a, he put his shirt. I'm like, I'm like, hey man, how much you selling them, bro? And he and I was like, um, "Hey, by the way, if you want, I can start. I can start wearing them for my fights, and when I do tournament boxing tournaments, and I can promote you a little. I'm also dropping a music video of mine, so I can probably wear it for that too." And Joey responds, "I think the meaning I put behind the shirts goes really well with martial arts, martial arts, but for sure, bro, let's talk." I responded, "We'll talk." And the rest is history. Now we've done probably. You know, 15, maybe 10, 15 plus projects, oh. hella music videos, photo my, shoots. My first ever music video, uh, Still Fight. Oof, it was, Dude. And, and from that point on, it felt like I was living my dream. From that point on, it felt like, wow, I, I, I found my partner. 
Now you became you you became more than a partner. You became my brother. You you brother accountability partner too. Yeah, we, you, both, we check in on each other daily. Like you're working on this and working on that, and we it'd be a constant feedback loop. And yeah. one of the things is we had a shared vision. Hundred percent. We both we both wanted from what you do with your music with to what I do with uh, clothing and, and branding. Yeah. To, I, we both had a long term vision, and we saw like you know like these visions can be together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. And, I was like I said, I was super insecure about this, and there was times I didn't believe in myself, and then you did, and I appreciate you for that, bro. Honestly, for sure, bro. Yeah. Same thing, man. Like, there's been times where I, where I wouldn't have so much confidence, and be like, ah, you know, ah, you know, doubtful, and then you'd be like, hey, man, like, just you got this. He's like, yeah, quit, quit talking yourself out of it. Like, ah, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, man, we definitely been through a lot, honestly, Some, from the first day that we, we, like, we just had a vision. We had no plan. We had nothing. We just had a vision. Hey, this is what I want to do. And I'm like, I told you, this is what I want to do. And we're like, whoa. But now we're doing this podcast. And now we're doing it. What? It's been about two years? Exactly two years, bro. It's been exactly two years since Collected Clothing Brand started. And it's been a year and a half since I started my music journey. And since then, we have done multiple, like you said, multiple music videos, multiple projects. I've released my first ever solo album. Uh, my first album, which was a seven song, and it was all EDM and pop music. Uh, featuring one of my good friends, Jay Nebo, Justin Edwards, who's also a musician now. And um, I first I named my first ever EP collected. And I went out of That's I, crazy. Yeah. I remember, you, I remember you telling me, like, I want to know what the name is. I'm like, what? Yeah, I didn't remember that. And it was in the car. Bro, <laughs> bro you're like, collected. I'm like, what? I'm like, this man, his name is his first album. Yeah, I, like, I named the it collected. The brand that started. I'm like, come on. Yeah, and I stepped in the studio. I was I wasn't mix. I was I didn't know how to mix or master or produce back then, like like how I know now. So I would always go. I would go in the studio. I would record there, uh, mix and master, and it would be like one day thing. I would never go back and check out the song again. I would just listen to it many times, but it would cost me a lot of money for me to go back again. Uh, so I would just keep the song, collect them all, and then release it. And then, yeah, after that, I made Trevor. Trevor came into business. Came- Dude, it's. When we started, you know, working together um, and creating together, more and more people started coming. Hundred percent. People started reaching out, yeah. like, "Hey, yeah. like," and and then we. It's, yeah, it's and crazy, I, like I, how all like the it just it all it all, all fell into a pattern. All like the stories and books you read is literally like what happens in real life. Like you got to start first, and then the people will come. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. 100%. You, and that's leap of faith. Yeah, and that summer, that's what I will find out about SAE. True. And for those of you that don't know, SAE is a is a is a sound engineering school uh, based in Chicago. And I, I looked into the school. It was at, I would, and I and I that, that's when I was doing more research about music and what I wanted to do. And I realized that music theory is not what like I don't want to be a music teacher. So I stepped into the digital part of the world, or like analog, which is which which is audio engineering. Yeah. And it's been sixteen months now. I, I received my associate degree as an audio engineering. I, uh, about a month ago, I, I changed my plan again. I would like to go for my bachelor now. I am enrolled in LA Films School right now. I'm continuing my education for my bachelor. Uh, good, good job, man. Yeah, thank you, man. Might Appreciate it. Keep that. So that hunger going. Yeah, I, want, I just want to learn more, man. I want to know as much as I can in the audio industry. And, and you learned a lot of things that you haven't, like you can't get from school. That I mean, your your degree is mostly about music, but. From starting this journey as, you know, an independent artist, you learn things about, you know, web design, social media marketing, digital marketing, branding, oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. you know, music video directing and like telling a story like 
your your English has probably gotten better. Like hundred percent. There's so man. many things that come along with the. It's not starting easy. one journey. It's not easy to be us. Let me say that's way. It's not especially it's not easy to be an artist because people think that being an artist is easy. Oh, you just make music. You love what you're doing. You put it out and that's it. No, man. It and takes wow. a lot more than that. It takes for you to find a that's, beat. That's with anything, dude. Yeah, it's with everything, literally. And then find a beat, write to a beat, uh, mix it, master it. Okay, now the song is done. Put the song on, distribute it, uh, copyright it. Okay, now all the all the legal stuff is done. Okay, now you have to promote the song. Instagram, social media, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Okay, music video. Okay, these all cost money and time, and it's not easy. Yeah. And it's not easy to be the, any type of artist. If you close. Uh, clothing designer, uh, artist, musical artist, a few, anything that you do, it's not, and especially if you love it, it's not easy to do. Being successful is not easy. It's not easy, man. It's, it's not, simple. It's not. It's not easy though. It's not. It's one thing to say it and write down your goals and dreams and, you know, have a whole plan, but then like waking up the day of, you know, and doing it, it's it's hard. It is, man. Extremely hard. Uh, do you want to switch gears a little bit and maybe talk about? Our... I think that was a cool story, man. I think it that was. was a cool story. I think I feel like people will enjoy that Good job. I, and I feel like I hope, I hope, I hope one day I could inspire somebody because there's a lot of inspiration. That Dude, I you have. already do inspire people, bro. Oh, thank you. Don't even, don't even worry, don't even worry about that. Thank you, thank you. But yeah, man, I hope one day, like ten years from five years or twenty years from now, someone will look back on my story. We're gonna go back and listen to this podcast. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But I want somebody to have the same feeling because if I could inspire, because. I believe success is all about knowing your purpose in life, grow to reach your maximum potential, and sow seeds for others that they could benefit. Mm. So if I could help anybody in music industry, or, or 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 if I could inspire you to chase your dream and go, man, I would accomplish something big in my life. And I think I speak for man. you as well. It's all it's all about empowerment. Yeah. On the collective website, you know, it talks about empowerment. That's that's one of the things that has got me going. Is whether it's someone that I haven't met or. Someone that I have met that empowered me, you know, instilled me with words, with wisdom, with faith that, like, gives me another chunk of gold to keep on going with the story, you know what I'm saying? With yeah. my story, it's, it's sometimes all you need, and then you can you can kind of do the rest. 100%. Um, but now uh, we go to the every meeting, right? Every meeting, every business meeting we have together, every, uh, what else? Uh, Production-wise, yeah. everything that we create now, it's it's it's... It's not just my mind. It's it's your mind. It's, it's your opinion. It's our well. mind. It's our mind, yeah. So um, I think we should talk about this podcast a little bit. Um, I think I think we told a decent story. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for the future of this podcast. This is a very, very small thing right now, but it has you know, potential to be a, a big thing. It, I think as, as we change, as the world changes... Right, oh, it's been a crazy year, man. As as the world changes, I think that the podcast is is going to change too. See what I'm saying? And I think I we're going to get better at this too. Right? I mean, if you just do something and practice, with practice makes perfect. We we got to intentionally get better. Yeah, and don't judge, don't judge us. If you're hearing this right now, don't judge us. This is our first podcast. If it doesn't sound good, we don't like it. It sounds good, bro. They, they love it. I'm they kidding. love it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But yeah, man, I'm excited for this podcast. I'm excited for this journey. Something, honestly, I always wanted to do. Um, and if you could come up with a, a, a routine, because there's a lot of things that I do that I do in my life that helps me. And I do, and I'm going to be honest this with you. I don't think I've told you this, but there's a lot of things that you do on your daily basis that I, that I pick up from. Like, Talking about me? Yeah. Okay. Like, you do a lot of things that you... Like, 
you mentioned, it's all about staying collected and staying positive. With you. It's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things that you do to stay to keep that mindset. I love how you read. I always ha- I love how you pick up new books and read. I love how you have to exercise every love single books. day. Love books. Love exercising. Yeah, I love how you eat, try to have a clean diet, and I, I I love how you try to have have a bedtime and go to sleep at the same time. Routine. These things, yeah, these things that you do inspired me because I'm gonna be honest. I'm coming to being a discipline is one of the hardest things that I actually struggle with till to this day. Because uh, like I said, I get bored super fast. Of things, and that's one thing that actually inspired me a lot doing, and it helps me to stay collected every single day. Thanks, man. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's really like the small habits. Think about the little things you do every day. Like, if you were to have, if you were to smoke a cigarette every day, or like drink a Coca Cola every day, like over, you know, five years, that's like thousands of cigarettes and Coke. You know, I don't know, but say you do good habits every day. You read a book for thirty minutes every day. Uh, invest a little bit of money every day. Do a little bit of exercise every day. That's going to add up. Everything with the body and the mind and your life, it adds up over time. 100%. 100%. And then uh, I hope I hope you keep that mentality. And I hope I try to learn that mentality. And I hope everybody who's listening to this podcast learn 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 that mentality. Because it's not it's not easy to be a discipline. And, and consistently is, is the biggest key in this world. So if you if you love doing something and if you want to get better at it, you must, you must do all the. You, there's no, there's, there's no shortcut, man. Yeah. You have to take the, you have to do what you have to do on a daily basis. If you, if there's something that you're doing in your life that is affecting, or 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 or, or being a pause, uh, being an obstacle for you to chase your dreams, you need to cross that shit off, man. If it's, if it's negative people that you're hanging around with, if you, if you, uh, it's as much adding good habits mm-hmm. as it is removing bad habits. Yes, and it's, it's hard both. and it's extremely hard to add good habits. It's not easy. Both are hard. Both yeah. are hard to change any habit. I feel like it's easier for you to get used to a bad habit. Well, yeah. That's why That's yeah. why you call it a bad habit. Of course, it's very uh, subjective, you know? Yeah. Um, it's easier to not work out. Right. Well, for me, yeah, I need to work out. Like, I, I have so much pent-up energy all the time. Like, yeah. Running around. Like, that's what I meant. Like I'm saying. I'm always squirming in my chair. Uh, do you, you want to wrap this up a little bit? Yeah, man. I, I think this was great. I'm, I'm happy we did this. Uh, so, uh, just, just collect the conversations. Collect the conversations. Yeah, that's the name, right? Um, one of the things that I want to do with this podcast is, so, you know, for the past two years, Collected, we've mostly been uh, producing products you know uh you know t-shirts hoodies hats other accessories clothing um but i I try and deliver some kind of free value through social media um i like free value i something that's more than just clothes with like a a message uh, whether it's inspiration uh motivation through the website and through social media like whether it's video or a little photo content something that gives you maybe a little motivational positive spark and i want this podcast to be another way of doing that so, you know, you can go find this through social media and then through the website. A way of us um, trying to create more value than just through making music or making t-shirts. Deep clothing, yeah. Something that we can give to people that's no charge to them. You know, it's another way of us expressing ourselves and going out of our comfort zone, you know. Um, another way for us to maybe connect with more people, grow our audience, um, build our community. I think... It, uh, just in having a conversation, us talking about things helps us helps us learn and grow ourselves, and I hope other people can get value out of it. So let us know how we did. Feedback would be amazing. Message us, you know, give us a call, whatever. Let us know how we did. Things that you would change, you would add, take away. 
Um, you want to recommend guests for the show? That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, and support us. Honestly, yeah. support us. And if you, Please. If, if there's something you enjoy listening to, if our my music or or, or collective clothing brand is something you enjoy rocking. Man, it's, it does not. It would not cost you anything to give us. Collective a is not just a clothing brand. It's, 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 it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle brand. It's a lifestyle. But yeah, uh, as far as going with music, I'm coming out with a new music called "Think of You" on on uh, January fifteenth. I have big goals. I have big dreams coming for 2021. I'm extremely excited for it. Great content, including this podcast is one of them on a monthly basis. But yeah, man, we're super excited for the future. We hope. You have a great 2021, as 2020 was, we all know, one of the worst years in human history. So, stay collected, stay productive, stay cool, calm, collected, man. And then, uh, any, any, any other things you want to add to this, brother? That's it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. I, we, we hope you enjoyed it. Stay, stay collected. collected.